I remember, okay, we skip. I don't remember much of junior year talent stuff, so I don't really care too much about that. Do you remember any weird stories? From junior year talent yeah. show? Yeah. Um, I don't really remember any weird stories. I just remember junior year is when I gave my first monologue in the talent show because before then I'd been singing in them. Yeah. And then that year I wrote a monologue and I did it like at the last possible minute because I'm such a procrastinator. I wrote a monologue like I had enough to audition with, but I don't think I actually finished it until literally the day before. Mm. And everyone liked it, or at least most people liked it. Um, you know, that's when I understood what you meant about like, freshman year and how you got like all this you got all these compliments and everyone's like oh you're so great like afterwards like that's how people kind of reacted to mine um yeah. that's really it I remember us being excited because it was going to be the last year that we'd have sign language in the talent show really? not to knock not to knock sign language but like it just Wait, did y'all like put something where it's like sign language no more or was it just like? No, no, no. It was because the person who did sign language every year was a senior. So that was going to be the last year that they did it. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Even in middle school, I think she did that. Sounds about right. <laughs> and you know, I mean, like, I'm not trying to give her crap for doing it. Like, I understand why she did it. And like, yeah. it was good reasoning. And, you know, sign language is a great language, true, you know, it should be yeah. taught, but like, I wish I learned it. <laughs> it was just, it was boring, because she would do it to a song. And the song would be, be very repetitive. So she was doing the same movements over and over. And then the song would be like a seven minute song and it's saying the same two lines over and over. And it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah. But man, didn't I, okay. Now, okay. Senior year talent show, I think is the main one I remember. Like it's always like senior year and freshman year. <laughs> Makes <laughs> sense. Cause it's your first and your last. Oh yeah. And plus probably like senior year is like the most recent. So it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, senior year talent show I remember this one girl she was like doing something she was like doing something like with a piano and stuff and like she started like crying you know like mid uh performance and balanced and I remember just walking out and I was like wanted to just see if she was okay you know because like I remember one time I wore lipstick <laughs> during like for school just because why not and I remember she was just hyping me up about it so now I was like, I want to pay her back by just seeing how she was doing. And, you know, we kind of, I'm kind of just hyping her up. Even like we were in Miss Barry's class, she was vibing. I was like hyping her up and stuff. I was like, yeah, you got it. And she did it again. You know, she succeeded. She, she went, she got through it. <laughs> um, so I remember what you're talking about. I don't remember who the person was, but I do remember that happening. Um, and it was very, I'm trying to think of my words. It was surprising to see because I was an SGA. So like SGA, we like screened the auditions and we got to like decide who was in the talent show and who wasn't. Yeah. Um, and in her audition, she seemed so confident with herself. Yeah. So, I mean, 
you know, there's a difference between performing in front of like six people, people. Yeah. and performing in front of like 200 people plus yeah. parents and teachers. So, you know, I can't say like it's unwarranted. It was just, it was kind of surprising. Um, yeah. Real quick, I'd like to pivot back to junior year talent show for a second because okay. I just had a memory. Um, so there was this person um am i allowed to talk about this i mean i don't know is it bad well how how bad is it <laughs> um do you remember the thought crusade oh god <laughs> can i talk yes. about that i mean sure i mean i'm not afraid about being judged about it i i clearly <laughs> stated it was a joke and people took it to a whole new level it didn't need to get <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was this guy um, that I was really good friends with um, at the time, and then we kind of decided to flirt a little bit, and things kind of just didn't really work out. Um, there was faults on both sides. So I ended things. And I wasn't entirely truthful with this person about why I ended things in the beginning, just because like they reacted really bad to me breaking things off. And so I didn't want to be like, oh, well, you know, I broke things off because I don't like you or, you know, whatever, because I, I already felt bad. Um, yeah. So <laughs> all that to say, me and this person ended things on very bad terms. Yeah. Um, there was this person was friends with another kid in the talent show and uh we're gonna call the kid caramel caramel um, okay <laughs> so caramel is auditioning for the talent show and i'm auditioning for the talent show and caramel just walks up to me and he's like yeah so i heard your thought and i was like excuse me and he's like yeah like somebody I I I was told your thought. I, think I know like, what you're I'm talking member, about. Okay. Yeah. He's like, I'm I'm a member of the Thought Crusade. So like <laughs> and I'm like, um who told you I'm a thought? And they're like, oh, uh your friend, you know, the person that things ended badly with. So he's like, yeah, like I'm I'm friends with this person and they, you know, they they told me your thought. And I'm Caramel kept mentioning, like, he'd see me in the hallway and Caramel would be like, oh, you're a thought. And, like, God. I absolutely was not. I just got on a bad foot with somebody. And, like, for the entirety of the talent show, like, Caramel kept calling me a thought until eventually, like, they realized, oh, she's not. And this is actually upsetting her. So maybe I should stop. Yeah. So that's a pretty prominent memory from junior year uh, talent show. Okay. No, I'm going to, I think in the podcast, I think I should explain about how this started a little bit from my end, right? The Thought Crusade? Yeah. Yeah, that so, might be a little good to give some background as to what that is. So I was driving one morning to school and literally, like, there was no buildup. There was no, like, oh, and this happened, this happened. No, it was just a funny thought. I had it was a funny joke you had yeah so I drove in and I'm laughing about it and I'm like 
going over, you know, to my homie Blaine and my other homie to uh, just say the joke. And everyone's laughing about it, having a good time and stuff. And then the freshman got a whiff of it. Well, okay, so I I think we should back up because it wasn't just that you had a joke and then the freshman saw it. So to back up just a little bit, this was, again, entirely a joke. You never meant to do anything. It was just like, haha, wouldn't this be funny? Because you have like, you've heard of like the fashion police. So what if there was like the thought crusade, right? (laughs) And so the the idea behind the thought crusade because you you told like the core theater people and then you told Blaine and your homies and stuff um so the idea was just like what if there were people and their jobs were to like find the thoughts and then like eliminate the thoughts right and so this was entirely a joke so like you Blaine and your friend are like, yeah, we're the thought crusade. And again, you're, you guys aren't gonna do anything. Like the joke is you guys aren't gonna do anything, but wouldn't it be funny, you if know, if this, was, if this <laughs> like, was like a movie concept or something. Yeah. So you were at Walmart one day, I believe, or maybe a thrift store and you found a Batman sword. Oh no, no, I wasn't in a Walmart. I always had it. <laughs> okay, so you you had a Batman sword yeah. that you started keeping in your car and i think you brought it to theater practice one day yeah, I wrote and you on made it. you jokingly said that that was the weapon of the thought crusade again knowing you're not gonna like attack anyone with it it's just a joke all of us just think yeah. it's funny a little backstory on the sword that was like a gift i was given like on my birthday when i was like 10 or 12 like, it was a, just a little gift, like a Batman sword, like a Dark Knight Batman sword. It's, like, plastic and stuff. So it's, like, not an actual sword. It's just, like, <laughs> Yeah, it, it was, like, a foam or a plastic sword or something that you were just, like, it was, we all thought it was funny. Yeah. Then the freshmen get a hold of it. <laughs> and and they, they took it way too far. Oh, yeah. Um, they they the, started. <laughs> the freshmen were the ones who started calling people out and saying they were thoughts. Caramel was actually a freshman. So the freshman took it too far. And didn't you guys get in trouble with the principal? Or the principal was like trying to figure out like who was calling, like who started it and who was saying that they were members of the thought crusade? No, I don't think it ever reached to the principal. I remember you saying you were going to reach to the principal. I remember what it was. It was because caramel kept saying that i was a thought and kept messing with me and you were afraid you were gonna get in trouble even because you had started the joke but you never meant anything by it no like no i remember you one time came over to me during lunch and you're like who's the members of the thought crusade i'm like hmm? <laughs> and you're like if you don't tell me who it is then i'm i'm, I'm telling and I remember, like, after um lunch, I ran over to, like, Blaine and my homie and being like, yeah, bro, code red, bro. We got to, we got to, like, build up this story. <laughs> we were building up a plan on, like, what oh would if we were called to the police, was- called to the principal. We were all going to be like, what's a thought crusade? Yeah, well, so it was because this kid kept messing with me and kept saying that, like, I was a thought and I was a hoe and everything and, like, kept bullying me, basically. Yeah. So 
I got annoyed because he wouldn't tell me at first who it was that was telling him these things. He just kept saying it was a member of Thought Crusade. So I was like, I need you to tell me who it is because I'm tired of people talking smack about me. And then it turned into this whole thing of like, let's build the story. And like, if the principal asks, like, we're not a part of it, we don't know what that is, you know? I think our other plan was just to throw out the guy that was starting things. We were all just going to be like, well, yeah, so it you, was him. You guys, <laughs> you did kick him out, but he kept saying he was a part of it. Yeah. I, I don't think really, here's the thing. The, like, the people that were joking about it, like me, Blaine, and probably like majority of people who were in the quote unquote thought crusade, didn't even know this was going down until you told me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So we were just like joking around till one day learning that, oh shit, someone's taking this too far. Yeah. And that's kind of when it ended the fun for everyone else. Cause it, it was this fun running joke that like eventually most of the school had heard about and everyone just thought it was funny. Yeah, bro. And one person ruined, might have like ruined it. And I was like, dang, well, it's whatever. We can leave in the past now. <laughs> like yeah yeah. which i guess now that could be a good transition to i guess theater like what (laughs) back to theater because that's what we're supposed to be talking about yeah yeah man oh man okay so tell me what what was your opinions and experiences throughout uh christmas carol or uh i would say probably one of our best plays we ever did well not even one i think to me like that was like the best play I yeah. think it was definitely up there on the list of our best or our best plays. Um, so A Christmas Carol was my first play. Like that was the first thing I did in theater that wasn't like baby stuff, you know? Cause I, I had done like school plays in like elementary school where your music teacher makes you guys cut out like pieces of construction paper for your costume. And you're like, I'm a lion, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, I I did a musical with, uh, in seventh grade and I had like a very, very small part. Um, so, you know, like this was like my first real thing. Um, this was also at the time theater, our fresh or theater, our 10th grade or sophomore year was much more technical than it was when we were upperclassmen. Um, and part of that was the people who were in theater, you know, like the, the members made it way more technical. Yeah. So it felt very foreign to me. Um, you know, like people would toss out these phrases and I'm like, what's that? I don't know what that is. Um, it it was very interesting. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed the experience, but it was weird because at that point, like, most of you guys were already friends because, you know, everyone had already been in theater for a bit and I was kind of just like the new kid. So I don't know most of these technical terms that you guys don't know or that you guys do know. You guys are talking about like Trumbauer and I'm like, what's Trumbauer? And everyone's like, oh my God, you're such an idiot. You don't know what Trumbauer is. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm new. Um, I kept getting yelled at a lot because, um, I kept getting yelled at by a, a club member because uh, I believe they were our stage manager at the time. I could yeah. be wrong, but that sounds about right. Um, and I auditioned to be a caroler. 
And I hate Christmas songs. Like even to this day, I still hate Christmas music. I just think it's so annoying. Yeah. So I auditioned for a caroler because it felt like all the other parts in the play were really big. And, you know, I'm like, I'm a beginner. I'm not going to get a part if I audition for, you know, like a supporting character. And there's all these other people that are auditioning. You know, I might as well just audition for something small and kind of prove myself and work my way up from there. Yeah. So I auditioned for a killer knowing I hate Christmas music and I don't know many Christmas songs because I don't like Christmas music. And I kept getting yelled at like the majority of the time we were doing this play because I wasn't, I don't want to say I wasn't prepared, but I mean, it, it does come down to, I wasn't prepared at times. Like the, the songs that they wanted us to sing originally that were in the script were old Christmas songs. So I don't know Christmas songs. I don't know old England Christmas songs from like the 1700s. So I'd get yelled at like all the time because it would be my turn to go on stage with the other carolers. And for the most part, they kind of looked up to me. Like, I don't want to say, oh, I was the leader, but like, I kind of put myself in that position and I was like, oh, I got it. I'm confident. Like we can do this. But then they wouldn't know it and I wouldn't know it. So then like I'm we're all taking the blame, but I kind of took it the most. Um, And then we had issues with the carolers where like some of us would know the song and be like on tune and, you know, somebody else might be off key. So then like I'm an alto and I'm having to train. I'm basically having to teach like this male bass how to sing and I'm an alto I can't I'm not in his vocal range but I'm having to teach him how to sing his parts overall great experience um I believe that's also my first oh I I don't think I can say that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna text you because I don't know if I can talk about this okay so text to me (laughs) but um theater for me it's Christmas Carol I mean, I don't have much memory from it, but I do remember this love, uh, Trumbauer, but I'm, I'm going to focus on the theater, right? I had a surgery done. For, it was, I think it was like for my wisdom teeth, where I remember this one time I passed out during rehearsals, sort of. <laughs> like, I was, um, I remember this one time, uh, this doctor told me, hey, you should probably like take it easy a bit because something with my mouth or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I think it was like the meds I was taking. Like, I don't know. It was just something involving I shouldn't exert myself too much. But I was like, damn it, I'm an actor. I'm doing it anyway because I need to get the scene right. And I sort of did, I guess. And I remember walking off stage. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was good. I straight up just went down and was just lying on the ground and everyone ran towards me. And I don't remember how I got to the other side of the stage, but I did. And I just woke up on like some homie's lap and she's looking at me and like some other person's looking at me and being like, hey, you you look cute while you sleep. I'm like, <laughs> thank you, That's thank you. Such- Uh, that feels like such an odd thing to say to somebody um do you remember in theater when we shared like the cheerleaders would put their cheer mats backstage 
So people would kind of just like climb inside the tier mats because they were rolled up. So there was like this tube in the center. So yeah. people would just like fall in between the tube and chill there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Oh man. Okay. I've, let me get to the real juicy stuff of theater. I think it was Phantom of the Opera, bro. <laughs> no, we promised we weren't going to talk about that. Wait, we promised when? A bunch of us banded together and said that we weren't going to talk about it because it was so traumatic. But I've kind of already talked about it a little bit on TikTok. So, like, let's talk about it. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're fine. It wasn't like an actual promise. It was just like, okay. Oh, like, that- I read your text. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we probably shouldn't <laughs> but um right i mean maybe we could talk about that like in the future when it's like i feel like certain things like after a few years that's, we can probably talk a, about it that's probably something that like maybe we shouldn't talk about now because yeah, yeah there definitely. are it's just it's not the best right now maybe yeah. in a couple of years like it'll be fine when like we're older but like right now maybe yeah but um, this one thing that happened, I remember <laughs> the noose thing. Remember when one of our nooses went missing? I don't remember that. Um, I remember we made like three or like two or three nooses. And then we went one day and one of them just vanished. I'm like, dang, someone took our noose. I do remember the panic of like, oh, we need a noose. And then it's like, okay, who knows how to tie a noose? And this is like our theater director. And she's like, hey, who knows how to tie a noose? And we're all just sitting there like, I don't, I don't know. Do, do you know? And then this one kid's like, yeah, I know how to tie a noose. And just like ties in in a couple seconds. And it's like, okay, that's kind of concerning. Why do you know how to do that? And why can you do it that quickly? Who was, can you text me? Like, who was that kid? Um, I don't remember exactly who it was, so I'll send you the two people I think it could be. Okay, but yeah, I remember that, and I remember just, I think the main problem with Phantom was just, like, a play like that ain't meant to be for, like, high schoolers, or necessarily, like, high school schoolers with our budget. (laughs) No, 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 okay, so let me tell you the real tea with Phantom. Because okay. it wasn't it wasn't that it couldn't be done by a high school. And I don't even think it's that it couldn't be done by our high school. Okay. You're right. Um, basically, the script that we had followed the book version of Phantom of the Opera, which was totally fine. Because most of the people in our cast didn't want to sing or didn't feel comfortable singing. All right. By the time we got to the fall semester and it was time for us to do it, two people with the with, with our theater director originally felt that there were certain key scenes that the our script left out and that we wanted to include. So with the approval of our theater director, these you know, these scenes got written and added into the play. Yeah. From an outside perspective, because I don't know exactly everything that went on behind the scenes, but from what it looked like to me, it looked like these two people 
kind of let this go to their head that, you know, uh, the, the roles they were playing and like the idea of, oh my gosh, we're doing such a well-known play. And like, you know, this is our high school. I think like the idea of stardom kind of got to their heads too a little bit. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and they started, I don't know if this was with the approval of the theater director or not, but more scenes started to get written and they would pass out the scripts for these scenes but then not everyone was on the same page. So some people would have the script for a scene that they added in, and then other people who were also in that scene wouldn't have the script. Or somebody was like, yeah, so-and-so told me we're doing this. And then they're like, no, no, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be doing this instead. So I think the biggest thing was there was a lot of miscommunication Um, which led to a lot of stress and a lot of panic. And that caused a lot of problems. It also caused problems because, you know, there, there was a lot of miscommunication and panic and everything. And so that created problems where like, we'd get mad at the people who we're responsible for these changes but they don't know that we're mad so like they keep doing things and then it's making us even more mad and now we don't want to work with them and then maybe we tell them hey we're getting mad but like they don't really understand or we didn't express it well enough or it's like who cares like you know I'm this person you're this person like I'm above you I'm gonna do what I want um I don't know because I, I'm not those people. And so I can't say for sure what happened, but it was definitely a thing. Um, especially uh, junior talent show when we thought the play got canceled, but then oh, it didn't. Oh man, that, that, oh. <laughs> can we talk about that? Like, can we go into more detail on that? Sure, but we just take out names. That was the most. That was kind of dumb, but also the funniest. Okay, let me go on a little tangent. I'll keep it short. High school was funny in its own way because high school is a nightmare and it still hasn't ended. People fucking take things up too far too seriously. And sometimes like we pri- like we put things like in like priority where it shouldn't be our priority that's it (laughs) like we just i feel like sometimes we just focused on things but also other people were just being little shits but um (laughs) but like other than that it's just like i don't know i look back at some of the things i'm like you know what i really didn't need to act like that or like react like that it really wasn't that important (laughs) no but it felt important because we had spent the talent show was like two weeks before the play. Oh, oh I'm not talking about the like necessarily the play. Now the pl- I'm talking oh, about like okay. certain things in general. Now the play, okay, yeah, I understand a little. Again, a little ticked about that. Yeah. So, you said we can talk about that. Like we can go deeper into that. Sure, but just I guess you know alleviate names, names. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, do yeah. you do you want to talk about it? I mean, I'm open to talking about anything, really, or at least okay. anything so, you want to talk about. It's junior year. It's the day of the talent show. 
and the talent show is like two weeks before the play. I had just, or I'm on stage doing my monologue and I see this person walk into the cafeteria and what do you want to call this person? Uh, um, what, what, uh, fuck, Rubik's, no, I guess we just call him Sam. If you want I was that. just about to say Samantha because that can't be traced to him. So I see Samantha walk into the cafeteria. Um, Samantha start or I finish my monologue and Samantha starts gathering all of the theater kids together and we're gathered in a corner of the cafeteria the talent show is still going on so Samantha's trying to get all of us together and you know is, is sending people to go get the rest of the theater kids and we're all together and Samantha says hey I need to tell you guys something and I need you guys to promise me that whatever comes out of my mouth, you guys will be okay with and you won't fight it regardless of what it is. Otherwise, I won't tell you. And we're like, that's, you know, we're all that's scared. Dumb. Like, that's kind <laughs> of alarming. Why would you say that? You know? That's so a dumb like, thing. Hold on. Sorry. It's like, it's like. You there? Yeah. No, it's like, that's like such a Jason? dumb thing. Oh, do you hear me? Okay. So. We, we see that as alarming and we're kind of like, why would you say that? But we'll say yes. We're not agreeing to that, but we can understand that you won't tell us unless we say we won't freak out. So we're going to say we won't freak out. So you'll tell us and then we may freak out because we're liars, right? Yeah. So Samantha says that she has been talking with our theater director and our theater director has decided that it's for the best if we cancel our production of Phantom of the Opera, which is in two weeks and we've been working all semester on, okay? Okay, here's the thing I heard, right? All of us are very upset because we've spent a lot of time working on this and it's just canceled out of nowhere. And our theater director isn't even the one telling us that it's canceled, it's Samantha, you know, like that doesn't feel right. So, you know, we're freaking out. We're kind of making some comments about like, why, like that doesn't seem fair, you know, what happened. And Samantha's like, you know, it just, it got stressful and, you know, we don't, we don't have the time. Like our performance looks like shit. We're not going to have time to be able to fix it. So our theater director decided that it's for the best. And I need you guys to all agree and say that that's okay. okay. And we're like, Oh. no that's not okay and samantha's like well you guys promised that you weren't going to freak out so you guys got to say it's okay and we're like okay fine whatever it's okay knowing that we don't think it's okay we're not just going to leave it there so i at this point i leave and i can't really tell you what happens while i'm gone because i'm not there i don't know I go into the bathroom and I start crying my little eyes out because, you know, this is the biggest role I've ever had. I'm a supporting character. I've worked my butt off for months. I found out we were going to do this play in the spring and I obsessively watched it during the summer. You know, like I thought so bad that I was going to get Christine's part and I didn't. 
And so like, I'm, I'm upset for so many reasons. You know, I have family from out of town that's thinking about coming up here to come see me perform. You know, everyone's talking about it. It just, it's heartbreaking to put that much time into something and then for it to just end and you don't even really know why. So I'm crying in the bathroom. I finally calm down and I walk out of the bathroom and I see, I think a couple theater kids and Samantha and our theater director and our theater director is walking towards the cafeteria. And she's like, you know, so all of them are okay with this. And Samantha's like, yeah, they all agreed. And I walk out of the bathroom and our theater director locks eyes with me and she's like, okay, no, we need to go to my room and talk about this. So we all do this theater meeting, right? And we're all like, you know, some of us are like, whatever, it's fine. Like, it's not good. And I don't wanna go on stage and make a fool of myself. And, but the majority of us are like, no, we spent way too much time working on this. We're going to perform it. You don't just get to cancel it. Push it back if you want to, but you don't get to cancel it. Um, yeah. You want to you wanna jump in and yeah. share? Do you, do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, right. Yeah, okay. So the thing is, right, from... The persp I heard some other things where the theater director didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> well, okay, so from what I heard later, both from other people and from the theater director, what essentially happened is Samantha came to us and tried to get all of us to agree to canceling the production because the theory is Samantha didn't think it was good enough and Samantha didn't wanna go on stage and make a fool of herself. So Samantha got all of us to agree or to, tried to get us to agree to cancel the show by saying our theater director had canceled it. Um, once, we, once Samantha had talked to us and said that we were all like, okay, whatever, like fine, we won't freak out. From my understanding, Samantha went to our theater director and told our theater director that we had all gotten together and we decided we didn't want to do the play anymore. And it was a collective decision to cancel it. Yeah. And that's why our theater director was like, they, they're all okay with it. All of them want to cancel it. And then I walked out and I tears streaming down my face like ugly la mascara crying and then it was okay we need to do a meeting because obviously not everyone's okay with this or people said they were and that's not how they actually feel so we need to talk about it yeah man <laughs> i just remember coming in there and i was just like wondering what was going on and i mean i feel like well, so there there's another level of frustration and kind of panic here because I believe during this conversation that we had um we were all in our theater director's classroom for like two class periods arguing about it and I believe during this you said you were gonna quit and you walked out and said I'm done I'm not gonna be in the play anymore oh man that was dumb 
So you, you walked out and you were like, we had for the most part agreed we were going to do it, but we still kept fighting back and forth because Samantha and a handful of other people didn't really want to do it. And all of us were like, we're going to do it. And Samantha, there was this thing that came out by somebody else in theater that basically said that Samantha had told them that if we didn't, uh, we're, we're going to call this person. Uh, George. George. Jared's here. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, I was like wondering, like, who's that other person? <laughs> we're going to call this person George. So George and Samantha were like the leaders of theater club. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Samantha, it's, I, I heard from George, so I don't know how true. I don't imagine they would lie about this, but maybe they would. I don't know. Basically, George says that before Samantha held this meeting, Samantha had reached out to George privately and said that if George didn't get on board with canceling the play, that Samantha was just going to quit anyway because Samantha was playing the lead and it would be really hard for us to get somebody else to play the lead two weeks before the play. So the majority of us wanted to do it. Samantha and I think one or two other people didn't really think we should do the play. So we're arguing over it. And I believe you had gotten overwhelmed because it got to a point where we were screaming back and forth at each other. And so I think you got overwhelmed and basically said, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to be in the play. So you walk out and you leave the classroom. From my memory, right, about that whole event, I really just wanted to go to class, bro. <laughs> I was just like, let me just go to novels, bro. Well, because you, you're you not somebody who likes confrontation. And I, I think most people don't like confrontation, I mean- but... You you really don't like it and you don't respond well to it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, it's not that I don't like confrontation. I just don't like it when we get to a point where we're screaming at each other. Yeah. I'm more like, if we're going to confront this, let's do it like calm and collective. Yeah, so it, it got to a point where people were raising their voices, people were screaming, and I think what just happened is that you got overwhelmed and it was too much for you to deal with. And nobody would stop screaming no matter what, like what anyone said. So it was like, okay, fine. I'm not going to deal with this. I'm overwhelmed. And I think you just blurted out, like I, I quit then and then kind of walked out because it was too much for you. So we, without you there, we eventually decide we're still going to do this play, but because Samantha thinks and a couple other people think that we're not ready yet. One of those people being the theater director. Our theater director was worried about if we were going to be able to pull it all together at the last minute. Um, we decide we're going to do two hell weeks. Um, for anyone listening who wasn't in theater with us, we refer to the week of the play as hell week because it usually happened right before exams so we were stressed out about exams but we had practice every single day and it was a much longer practice than usual so there's we were all stressed about the play and exams and all this other stuff going on and so we would get really aggravated like really easily and we'd get really snappy 
So it was hell for all of us because we all wanted to be happy, but we were all handling the stress in such a negative way that we were just all fighting with each other for an entire week. So we decide we're going to do two full weeks of practice. Like we're going to, we're going to do exactly what we do the week of practice, but we're going to do it twice. You're still at, at that point in time, you still haven't said whether or not you're actually going to do the play. So our theater director talked to some kid who has a very, very small part and is like, hey, you're a good actor. If you want this, like if, if I offered you this part, do you want it? And can you memorize all of your lines in two weeks? Because our performance is in two weeks and there's no way you can, like, you have to be off book for this. And the kid is like, yep, I got it. I can do it. So she hands him a script. She highlights all your character's lines. She hands it to him. Is like, dude, get on it. Dude starts studying the script that same day. Like, this is all still honestly, the day of the cool, Honestly, <laughs> He starts memorizing it that day and gets pretty far into it. I believe by the end of that same day, maybe that Monday, I don't really know. Hmm. You said, okay, I changed my mind. No, it was like, have my role back. No, no, that was like, I don't know. I don't remember. No, okay. I think I'm starting to remember things now. I wasn't like necessarily like being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit. I was more of like in talks of it. I wasn't like certain yet. I remember just like thinking like, man, this is like bullshit or whatever, like all this going on. But like, I wasn't necessarily like, yes, this is going to happen. It was more like, "Mm, maybe, I don't know. I'm just like in the heat of the moment. Yeah. It was an added stressor to everything else. And all of us were panicking. Honestly, I don't know. It's like, it's weird to imagine me stress because I don't really get, it's like, it's like, when it comes to like theater, I don't really get stressed too much. It's just kind of like, okay, we'll do it. I think it's more just very like very overwhelmed. I think it was more of just the energy was more stressing me, I guess, or something. You know, um, and what sucks about this play is that I have it, it's one of my favorite things we did, but I have such strong negative emotions and memories attached to it that like it honestly affects how I look at the regular version of the play. Hmm. Like I can't watch Phantom of the Opera without thinking about, oh, remember when my school did it and it was terrible and like, you know, all Dude. this drama went down. Dude. And then we we pulled it off in the sense that we got everything together and like in the moment we weren't disappointed with what we did. But looking back on it, it's like we seriously went through all that for such a mediocre performance. Bulldog really was just nope. Our school just straight up sucked. <laughs> okay, let's shift to a, probably like a better play we did. Not, I remember I have more happy memories with this play. A Little Christmas Spirit. That was probably... I feel like as a performer, that was the least acting I ever did. <laughs> I feel I like I would say I think that play 
Jared's here and he's like laying on the floor mumbling about how that's one of his favorite plays and he really likes that one and you were really good in it. Um, I think his dad actually still refers to you as your character's name by still. Yeah, yeah. Nick. Jar- Jared's dad still refers to you as Nick. Um, he thought, he thought you were like the greatest actor you'd ever seen. Yeah, like he still, if if we're like chasing, he's like, who? And then Jared's like, Nick from A Little Christmas Spirit. And he's like, oh yeah, that kid. My dad's um, seen so many Broadway shows and musicals and he still is like, that's some of the best acting I've ever seen. I think it was just because it was so natural for Jason. It was. Um that play was a great play for you. It was one of your best, however. Yeah, let's talk I'm about your best. I'm gonna be honest, I did not like that play. Okay, so lay it out to me. I think part of it comes down to I I was very unhappy with the role I got because I felt like I was a better actor than the part I got. Um because my my character, right? So like I I started theater at like the bottom. I took a part nobody wanted just to guarantee I'd have a part. The next play I did, I still had a very, very small part. Um, the third play we did was Phantom and I had a pretty, I, I had, you know, a a pretty big role. I had like a supporting role. Before that, we were supposed to do Beauty and the Beast and I had a supporting role in that and then canceled it and did Poe instead. Man. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of go. I'm upset. I'm I'm very upset we didn't do Beauty and the Beast because it wasn't the traditional version. And so I think because it was, I think because it wasn't Disney's version, I think we could have pulled it off and it would have been very well done. Perhaps, um, yeah. I've just felt like I've oh man, like for me as Beast, I feel like I just wasn't ready for that kind of role because like I, mainly just my voice. I was very like I was young. I was like 15. I'm like, dude, you're doing the beast, bro. <laughs> well, so it's it's weird in the same sense that your first play you were you played the principal and oh, you were yeah. passing all the seniors around. Like it's weird in that sense of yeah, I'm some kid who just finished puberty and my voice still cracks all the time and I'm supposed to be this big beefy macho man yeah um but so like I I, like this baby face (laughs) so my first two plays I had a very small character my junior year I my first play we did I had a supporting role the spring play we did I had the lead role so I'm I've like worked my way up and I I wasn't expecting like the lead role necessarily but like I thought for sure I'd have way more stage time than I did because my character had two scenes one at the very beginning one at the very end Mm -hmm. and they were both very short scenes because my character was like the future version. Yeah, I, I was the present version of yeah. the main character because they did a flashback thing to kind of show where the male lead, like how he got to where he is. Remember so, when I had to improv like a scene because like Hunter was like uh, changing 
and she and the director was like, yeah, you got to improv a little bit so I can give him time to change. I'm just like talking and talking. I turned out like pretty decent. Like at practice, I was horrible. But like at the moment, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> so that play, I, I got the role because I had auditioned for. I think I auditioned for the main character and then her friend and I think what it ultimately came down to is I looked the most like the lead out of all like the the actor that played the lead I looked the most like her so it just kind of made more sense that hey that would be her when she's older because people kind of at work at least like people mistook us for each other all the time oh um, you know, we were similar body types, similar height. So like it made sense, but I just hated it. I remember every day going to practice and like, I didn't like my character. I didn't like my role. I don't like Christmas. And then we're, we're doing a Christmas play and I hate Christmas music and everything. So I just, I hated it. And I remember every day showing up to practice and being like, I don't want to be here. Or thinking, is there any excuse I have to skip practice today? Right. Do I, do I, like, there were days where I was, like, kind of hoping and praying I wouldn't have a ride. So then I could be like, I'm sorry, you know. But, like, I I have to go home on the bus because I don't have anyone who's going to take me home. Next thing you know, I step up. It's like, oh, yeah, I can take you home. Yeah, I'd be like, I I think I wouldn't have a ride. And I'm like, sweet, I get to miss practice this week. And then it's like oh yeah like Jason can take you home or like you know oh like this other girl in theater will take you home and I'm appreciative of it but god I just I didn't want to be there and so every time I was like dang I was really hoping that this time could be the time to skip I already know my lines I know what I'm doing dude I remember like okay oh dang I okay I remember I was just throughout the scene. I think there was like a one play night where there was just moments where I remember I the crowd really liked me. Like I was just cracking jokes. And I remember uh, this one chick that came up, she tries to give out a joke and it just didn't sell. Like she tried, but it just didn't work. But then I did something and they laughed. I was like, dang, bro. I really had the crowd. But like, I think, oh. You you are typing to me. I am, I'm sorry. There was something that I thought we were gonna hit on and I wanna make sure we do if you still wanna talk about it. Okay, uh, just type it down. Okay, I'll see, I'll see it. Dun, dun, dun. loading screen of me just waiting but <laughs> theater was a wild ride 